0: Hey guys, welcome to Surviving the Badge Bar, where we are going to be talking about a whole mess of stuff tonight, including our new equipment. As you can see, we've got headphones now, so we can hear our ugly voices. We've got a brand new camera. We have a brand new computer. you can see our ugly faces. Huh? They'll be able to see our ugly faces now. We We have have new new microphones. microphones. I mean, all kinds of gear. And this is brought to us by a very special friend of the show. Um, we cannot thank you enough, man, for giving us this equipment and helping us out and helping us, you know, do the thing that we love to do. We really appreciate it. Yeah, Golf we've clap. been doing it four years. This Golf is a, yeah. <laughs> This is our fourth season, four years in. No, season. season. Yeah,
1: four years. <laughs> 17
0: and season. this is brought the all the property and gear that that um, this person has yeah, given, yeah, given us is brought to you by. Hamkaya, Incorporated. Oh, Hamkaya Incorporated. Yeah. Well, thank which you very means, much. Which means half a mind to kick your ass. <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> thank you, sir, very much. Yes, we really cheers. appreciate it. Thank you thank very much. You. Cheers to
2: you. Thank you. Cheers to you, brother. Last year we ended with 124 officers line and uh, killed in the line of duty. Okay. Um, and this year we're at four right now. Two of them uh, fatally shot and two killed in uh, in vehicle-related instances. Uh, and it's instances. the 12th. And it's the 12th. Yeah. Yeah, So it we salute you, officers who have fallen in the line of duty and we'll your salute. family.
0: I don't mind cheating on the show beer for that. <laughs> right. All mm-hmm. right. So we're going to do a beer moment here. Uh, Beer Moment is brought to us by our sponsors, which I'll go over in just a minute. Go ahead, John. All
1: right. So tonight we're going to try Samuel Adams' Winter Lager, Festive and Smooth. You've all heard of Samuel Adams. Yeah. uh,
0: Love it. Festive and Smooth. I shall try it. It's a winter lager, right? Winter lager. Winter lager. That's really good. And I want to say thank you to my son, Stephen, who brought this to us today. At Christmas, oh nice! He said, "I brought you some show beer, oh, so thank you, Stephen. Thanks, Appreciate Stephen. it, buddy." Thanks, Stephen. Hey,
2: we'll we'll play poker again, and you can bring some bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so, good, uh, but it's a little light on the seasoning, if you ask me.
2: I I think it's more of a Bach or a uh, Oktoberfest. I I'm
0: enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, I am too. I'm gonna give it a uh, I'm gonna give it an eight eight point. No, an eight point two. I'm going to give it a 7.75. There you go. I'm
1: going to give it a 7.25. Okay. There you go. go. All
2: right. All right. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Stephen. All right. Before we get started, we have a a bet that we have to um, figure out. So at the beginning of or mid last season, we bet to see whose team would have the better season. I have the Washington Commanders, John has the New, New York, York Football, football Giants, and LT has the Chicago Bears. And the Bears. what was the results, LT? Um, I won
0: the bet by, I think, two games. Yeah. Well, against me, probably 12 games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had two wins more than John, and I think three wins more than the Commanders. And, and the bet wins.
2: was that the loser would give the winner a cigar. Now... Um, John, you want to go first? Yeah. Because I, I have a little something yeah, special. Oh,
0: oh. Man, I like winning bets against John. It doesn't happen very often <laughs> but, that I win a right, bet against right. John.
2: When I pay up, I pay up. Hell,
0: yeah, you do. <laughs> awesome. Um, Thank you, so sir. It's in a
2: glass jar. So <laughs> I've decided to do something a little different, LT. Okay. I have three cigars here. Two oh, of Oh, here we go. Two of them are $10 cigars. Okay. One is a $2 cigar. Okay. You get to pick.
1: Okay, you just grab.
2: Yeah, I'm probably going to screw this up.
0: But... <laughs> I'll grab
2: that one. You got one of the good ones.
0: All right, a punch. Yeah, yeah I like the punches. <laughs> good yeah. job, good job. All right, our sponsors, <laughs> our our beer sponsors, other than Stephen, thank you, are um, Kristen and Tom Clem Realtors out of the Central Florida area. If you're ready to buy or sell a home, please contact Kristen or Tom Clem realtors they will take care of you all their information is down below our next sponsor is clem and company property investments Um, if you're ready to invest in a piece of property you're ready to sell that property get a hold of tom tom is a veteran marine he's also a retired police sergeant or sheriff's department sergeant and uh, so you can definitely trust him and his wife Kristen. but tom uh, clem property investments can take care of you so make sure you give them a call. Thank you very much for your beer sponsor. We really appreciate it. All right, let's move on, all right, guys. So with
2: that, um, we had a an individual who wanted us to do an episode. So if you guys want us to do an episode, email the show or put a comment down below. And In we fact,
0: will... it's the same one that bought us all this gear. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, early morning hours of January 9th, 2007, there was Murder Most Foul. Uh, there was an individual who lived in a, uh, an apartment complex in Durham, North Carolina. Oh. She was a, uh, um, I think she was a student and she was found outside the apartment. Apparently she was shot in the back of the head, rolled down the stairs and sometime around uh, 10 o'clock in the morning maintenance had found her, her, her body there. Now LT watched this. so We're going to kind of share this episode. Um, police originally responded to some shots fired around eight in the morning in this apartment complex and they, they couldn't find anything. You know, we've all been there shots fired. And,
0: um, yeah, the maintenance worker called and said, he, he said, somebody's shooting something around here nearby. Yeah. Yeah. He said he heard shots close by.
2: Right. And law enforcement shows up, didn't see anything. You know, it's rare that when you get there, they're still popping off rounds. So, uh, witnesses, well, eventually the maintenance worker found the uh, the deceased uh, in, in a stairwell in one of the apartment wells, and law enforcement gets there, detectives get there. They start conducting an investigation and looking at cameras and interviewing people, area canvas, all that kind of stuff. And one of the individuals said that they saw a, a woman. Ponytail rushing and then getting into a marine, a marine, Marine.
0: a maroon maroon. uh, Ford Explorer. And it was actually the maintenance worker that saw her get in the vehicle. Okay. And he followed her. Oh, okay. Okay. And he followed her down the road and pulled up right next to where she stopped at a red light or stop sign, pulled right up next to her. And he looks right at her to see, you know, if he could see her. And she had her hand covering her face like this. Mm. So he didn't get really a good look on her. Right. But, but later you know, she he did could ID. He could, the she could she could get Just age
1: and out of curiosity, um, why didn't the maintenance worker tell the police when they responded to the shots fired call?
0: Well, he did when they questioned him eventually. Eventually. Like Yeah. Well the shots fired call happened and then sometime <laughs> later they found the body. It wasn't like shots fired and then body found. Yeah. It was a little bit after but and she, but and he did they didn't see, contact him. Yeah. So but so, if
1: the police are there looking for Investigating a you would think that he would have said, hey, I followed
2: like, this hey, lady. I
0: saw this lady run away.
2: You yeah. Know, no, that's a that's a that's a
0: that's a people just joke. don't want to get involved like they used to, man. <laughs> was so time so
2: detectives are are interviewing individuals in the uh, in the area conducting um uh canvas talks to the maintenance guy, gets a description. Now we're now we're putting pieces together. We've got a, a white female leaving the, leaving a scene. No, it was a black female. I'm sorry, black female leaving a scene with the maroon um uh, Ford Explorer and and the victim they,
0: the victim's name was Danita Monique Smith. Correct. Yeah.
2: And so they, uh, they they've kind of figured out that this was not just some kind of ran, random act of, of murder. It was probably a targeted uh targeted you know, um, the percentages
1: act. of random murders as opposed to
2: Well, so, so I, I think, think like the last time I looked up it's like sixty percent of all murders the the victim knows. It's close right in there, and each year it changes a little bit, but it's about sixty percent of the time the victim knows or is acquainted with the offender in some way or another.
0: And I'm trying to find in your notes. I, I don't see it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it if you've got it in your notes, but I don't see it. Um, it. I guess when they examined the body, she had a single gunshot wound to the back of the head. Yeah. yeah. So, so that tells you something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all of her property, all right. of her money. Everything was still with the body when they came.
2: So, it so robbery. It eliminates robbery, right? It, it eliminates robbery. It eliminates uh, sexual assault. Eliminates just about a, everything. A fight, you Fights, know, or right. something. Yeah. It would have been in the front,
0: you know, or in it, the back somewhere. Was, I mean, it was it was like execution right. style, bam, Very right targeted. In the back of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah As yeah. she rolled down the friggin' flight of stairs. Mm. Yeah. So one of the things that they
2: obviously going to do is. They're, they're going, going to start, start reaching out to family, family friends, friends, acquaintances who knows this person, person, who who may have seen yeah. him last and then they discover that she is a fiance of a police officer, a local police officer yes. in, in the area and um so they uh, they're they're talking to the officer about, you know, this who may have done this, all that and it's funny when they
0: when they spoke to the maintenance worker that had followed her um he followed and you're going to say who it is um, he could not identify her, right? But he could identify the vehicle, and he gave a positive on the vehicle. He said, "Yeah, that when they showed it defi- later, yes. yes." He said, "That is definitely the vehicle. I just can't identify her." So they must, there must there must
2: have been something that stood out about the vehicle Absolutely. as opposed to just a regular Ford Explorer, Fort maroon, yeah. Ford maroon yeah, Ford Explorer, exactly, like a in damage or sticker, know, sticker or something, or, yeah, yeah, a surviving the badge sticker on the back window no that wouldn't happen
1: none <laughs> of our none of our viewers would ever do something so heinous oh,
2: of course not never never <laughs> and we won't tell if you did so detectives are talking to the uh, the fiance let's get fancy about it and they uh, they they ask him obviously you know the the obvious question so is there anybody you know that might do this or who would do this or had enemies? So he uh I guess he was a little embarrassed that he was he was dating a woman and being this lady's fiance at the same time. So what's that a love triangle, right? Yep, big time the triangle. The, the typical love triangle. Death triangle. Death triangle, right? Yeah. <laughs> um and detectives say, "Well, Would this other lady do this? And, well, you know, even if he said no, you still have to investigate it.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, And, um, and, and, And who is she?
2: She's a dispatcher. Right. For, for the uh for, neighboring county right for the neighboring county yeah, yeah. um so, so she's a, a police dispatcher for a neighboring county he's a police officer so that's why we're doing this episode not only because we had uh, somebody ask us but it obviously very related to to surviving the badge and so they
0: and they had a relationship for a while it was like three years or something like that they were friends and then they got a little bit touchy-feely and, and, and then, she
2: terminated a preg- their pregnant or a pregnancy she did and that's what he said was right. the reason why he broke it up right bro- broke it
0: off she went and got an abortion and he wanted to keep the kid according to him he wanted to keep the kid she says though in interviews that he said i am not having a baby with you <clears throat> right so i mean you know it's who who said she said yeah, you know and, whatever and, and that's as far so, as that goes yeah right right
2: so, so they're, uh, they decide that they're going to talk to coworkers of this dispatcher. And the supervisor said, on that particular morning, she was,
0: what was it, a couple hours late? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's yeah, coming into work. Yeah. Hmm. You're
1: gonna commit a murder. Do it on your own time. Do it, it on your own work. time.
0: <laughs> and the girlfriend's name was Shannon Elizabeth Crawley. C-R-A-W-L-E-Y. Yeah, Crawley is W L E Y. Crawley is our
2: is the dispatcher in our uh, uh, purse of right yes. person of interest right now. Yes, person of interest. Um as they conduct interviews of the witnesses and coworkers and everything
0: um one of the coworkers said, "Yeah, I sold her a 38 caliber handgun." Huh. And her interview she said, "No, I don't own a gun nor would I own a gun. Right. I don't have any reason to own a gun." Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but mm. she told the coworker she was in fear for her life of this guy. Yeah. This fiancé of the dead lady yeah the officer i'm, I'm right. in i'm in fear for my life of him so i need to have a weapon so that i can protect myself yeah yeah and uh, yeah the co-worker <laughs>
2: agreed to all that and said yeah i sold her a gun they ultimately never found the handgun which that's no, easy didn't. to get rid of a handgun well, so the it's... guy
0: said he sold her a
2: 38 special <clears throat>
0: And um, according to what I was w- in the story that I watched, th- that matched the um, bullet. Right, same, same ca- was, caliber. Yeah, same yeah. caliber. Right, yeah. Yeah,
2: same type caliber. Um, so th- they're putting this piece together. Obviously, she's number one prime suspect in, in all of this. They, um, um, let's see, no, no DNA, no murder weapon, really no forensics. Right. Um, and, but they, they bring her in to question
0: her. And, but they did have touch DNA or they did had they? DNA. Okay. Off of the, um, I'm sorry. I'm not, not DNA. My bad. GSR gunshot okay. residue off of the off car the steering wheel oh, of okay. the Ford Explorer. Okay. So that's when she concocted the story, which you have in oh, your notes. Right. Yeah. So yeah, they, they obviously, they, it they, Do an interrogation. Did you watch or listen to
2: the interrogation of her? Yes. Okay, what what, what, what was she saying in that?
0: She changed her whole story from I would never own a gun, I don't own a gun, to listen, yeah, I bought a gun, and it was for my protection, and it was for him. And um, he threatened my life and said that he would kill me and my children if I did not go along with him. And she faked three phone calls. Well, that's after, but... She said that he held her at gunpoint, yep. forced her to go to the apartment the day before, scope out the place, check it all out, and everything.
2: Because they, 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 didn't they get um, cell phone records? Yeah, it pinged her, there
0: the, it, the day before. It pinged her cell phone like, there after. the What are people thing.
2: going to learn? Leave your phone at.
0: I guess we shouldn't. No, tell we people shouldn't how tell to. everybody that.
2: <laughs> yes, take your phone with you anytime you commit a crime. But yeah, she went. She went
0: to the. Um, Or she said, Crawley said that um, the guy forced her to go there to surveil it, to check it all out. They left. They came back the next day. He forced her to sit in a parking lot while he got out of the truck. Went up there he she said I heard arguing, yelling, sound like a fight and then a gunshot. I got out of the vehicle, I walked towards the apartments and he came running out and said get your ass in the car, or get in the car or whatever and he forced me to drive him away from there. Right. Yeah, I'm that's sure that's exactly said. what happened. Yeah, 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 totally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's what she said. Was that, was that, that later, was that
2: later? Was that later? Was that in the trial or was that in the interview? That was in the
0: interview okay, when okay. she said, "I want to do another interview. I have st- something you want to hear." Well, she had time to concoct this right. whole damn story. It's, it reminds me else. of
2: it reminds me of Jodi Arias. You guys remember the Jodi Arias case oh. where she totally um, she was with this guy and she stabbed him, cut his throat, shot him in the back of the head in her in his apartment. Natural causes.
0: Yeah. Accident. Uh, So, yeah. So, um, so she concocted this whole story and went through this whole thing and said, you know, this is exactly what happened. Well, then they said, okay, well, prove it. Right. And she said, okay, how am I going to do that? They said, prove it. Get us proof. Right. So then she concocted these fake phone calls, and you hear somebody on the other side say, yeah, I'll kill you and I'll kill your kids or I'll kill you and I'll kill another one or something like that and, you know, threatening her on the phone and I don't want to go to the cops. That's why I let you take the rap and, you know, um, I'm the police. Pretty pretty blatant. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it was was kind of ridiculous. And, and, um, and, so they got with an expert, a voice recognition expert, and he to it. And he goes, "There's no way I can identify that as this other individual. I will not say it's him because yes. it's, I, I can't. Right? it, was it real, wasn't muffled, him. Low key. Because, <laughs> because it wasn't him.
1: Can you tell me who this is? This is Officer Stroud, and I
0: killed that person. Did they do, <laughs> right. did they
2: do this? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, a come told on, man. I filled them. Yeah. It said it was on a payphone too. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> come on. And then the mother said, oh, I picked up the other phone and was listening.
1: Oh, OK. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We got to go back because if we have any people under 20 watching. Oh, what is a payphone? We don't know what a payphone is. Yeah.
0: Okay. But what's what's funny is, though, is she the mother said I was on the other phone listening. You were on another payphone listening to that payphone? <laughs> we you were on another on cell phone, phone listening to that cell How does that work? How does that work? Oh, she, oh did they have an point. old landline? She, she have was a jail. Landlines? Did the jail let you listen on the other side? I mean, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> oh, so this was a jailhouse recording? I don't know, but oh. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's what she said. I was on the other line listening. And oh. I'm like, okay, whatever. And, I, uh, and, we... and the mother says, I know it was him. Yeah. You got to okay. love the idiots. I mean, you
2: understand a parent, you know, hopefully supporting your child. And like but come you said, on.
0: this was a year later um, when she did these phone calls trying to prove her innocence. So what was the outcome? So she went to
2: trial and then, you know, her defense was everything that LT had said, that the other guy forced him, blah, blah, blah. Um, so did the jury buy it?
0: No. Negatory. No. Nope, nope, Neither nope. did I. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. You know what they say? Hell hath no no fury like a woman scorned, buddy. Yeah, right. And this woman was mad that, um. oh, and I, we forgot to mention that the fiance, the, the dead lady, yeah. showed up at a big party where this lady Crawley was at. Okay. So she shows up at a party showing her engagement ring and oh, showing it off to everybody. And the suspect, now the defendant and the convicted person, was there. Yeah, that's... and she that set her off. Yeah. I'm sure that was the final straw. Right, that set right. her off. So yeah, yeah but uh, no, she was case, man. She was, was convicted was and
2: was given uh, life in prison, no parole.
0: If you
2: uh, if you want us to cover an, an episode write a comment down below and while you're doing that like, subscribe, notify, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and- our
0: email's right down there in the link. So anyway, <laughs> listen guys, we really appreciate you tuning in. Thank you very much and at Surviving the Badge we still, still got, you got your shoes. Shoes. six